And we're happy uh, to welcome into the program another old friend, Rod Cardinal. 46 years on the staff at the University of Illinois. Worked with eight basketball coaches, of course, including Lou Henson. Good morning, Rodney. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you today? We're doing good. And uh, one of the people I thought of in preparing this show was you to uh, talk about Lou Henson. You have probably many more stories behind the scenes than you'd care to tell. Does Rod go back that far? Rod goes back (laughs) that far. The now retired, finally retired uh, Rod Cardinal. Uh, But let's get uh, some of your thoughts on uh, you you knew that uh, Lou was not in good health, as we all did. But still, it was a sad day earlier this week when uh, the word got out about his passing. Well, no doubt. And, you know, I, I... You know, the listening to your show this morning, and I talked with Mary on uh, Monday, and just the uh, the trip down memory lane of so many different things. Uh, I was so fortunate to be able to uh, work with him. Uh, Coach made me a better athletic trainer from almost the first day because um, he was, you know, he was old school, but he wasn't afraid to learn new things and. Um, I just, uh, he was so well thought of and well prepared that, you know, if he didn't like what I was telling him on an injury or didn't believe me, he could call a, a doctor in any part of the country and just say, uh, you know, is this deal for real or what's going on? And, uh, you know, I can remember very vividly that, uh, taking home one of our team physicians medical books to learn more about a thoracic outlet syndrome that Andy Kaufman was struggling with and figuring out how we were going to try to deal with that and then present it to coach and the staff at an injury report. So he he made me a better athletic trainer um, all the way around. And you were kind of the guy that uh, could get closer to the players probably even more than the coaches because you had probably had more of their time than the coaches did along the way, didn't you? Yeah, we yeah, I spent an enormous amount of time. I mean, they were like a second family to me, you know, with, with my kids and then those guys is, you know, some of them at the same, at that point in time, similar ages. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we spent a lot of time with them, learned uh, learned a lot about the guys, uh, uh, sometimes more than I wanted to know. Um, I, I still kid some of them that, you know, you guys need to pay me not to write a book because, uh, <laughs> you know, I could be a very profitable uh, deal for me. So. <laughs> Well, Rod, I, I think that the relationships that Lou had, he, he seemed to have a, a a really good relationship with everybody uh, around, including you. But, you know, he had a different relationship with the players. I was interested in talking to Kendall Gill yeah. about that. But he, he kind of kept a, a step away on the players. He, he If he's going to hand down discipline, you can't be buddy-buddy and, then, and, and, get, and do that. And I, I, did you, Were you aware of that? I mean, is that apparent to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, very definitely. And, you know, I was in the center of some of the, you know, those discipline discussions because, uh, you know, he coach would get mad when somebody got hurt. And, you know, it, it was always because, you know, they they just, you know, they weren't tough enough. They weren't strong enough. <laughs> and he'd look over at me and, you know, say, coach, you know, you got to get them in better shape. You got to do this. You got to do that. And just you know, bring me into that equation and I'm walking out of the building like, you know, my God, I screwed this up. Well, then he'd call me at night and say, you know, don't, don't worry too much about it. I just need to make a point with the guys. And, uh, you know, I can't be their friend and be their coach at the same time. And I think all of their guys, Kendall, all those guys will tell you that, you know, when 
coach didn't they didn't like what coach was telling them to do they were headstrong superstars in high school and um and all that stuff and yet you know now as grown men with their own families you know coach Henson's um philosophies and comments and stories and stuff are handed down to you know their kids and lauren i can still go out i got an eight-year-old grandson that lives near here and I go out in the driveway with him, and I tell him how to post up and be strong, get your elbows out, get your butt down, you know, and, and all the things that Coach would tell, you know, Ken Norman and Derek Hol- Holcomb and everybody about different aspects of play. So here I am, you know, all these years after having worked with him, and I'm still, you know, using his philosophy to, to deal with grandkids. You know, after we've interviewed you so many times, and it always comes back to Ephraim Winters and and the night spent with him, or Hamilton in the mm-hmm. Final Four, and you know mm-hmm. the the fact that we had to play not just play Kentucky at Kentucky, and what was that nineteen eighty four was four it yep. was eighty four, mm-hmm. and um, not only had to play him there, but we also had to play. Uh, you had to stay up all night with Ephraim to get him ready to play, sure. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I moved him into my room so that I could. Uh, you know, treat him, you know, on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, so many of those things, but, you know, Lauren, that was, again, that was part of becoming a better athletic trainer because coach, you know, coach had high expectations for that. And, and, you know, he held you accountable for your job. And, uh, you know, I knew that those were some of the things that I had to be involved with. And, you know, some of them I was successful with and our team was successful with some, they weren't, but, uh, I know he appreciated that, and that was one of the things that I think I was able to build a lot of trust with Coach was that, you know, after a while I became a little smarter and he became a little more patient, and we were able to do some things like that. Visiting with Rod Cardinal, I bet in the last few months you've been thinking a lot about your former colleagues in the uh, athletic training business and what uh, they're dealing with now with this pandemic, uh, certainly some tough times. Uh, incredibly tough times, and it's impacted so many people on so many different levels. And I, I feel for those in in the medical profession dealing with with uh, athletes who are, you know, by and large, you know, want to be active, want to be going doing the stuff, they want to be practicing, want to be preparing, and you know, you don't get a second chance with other people's health. You have to, you know, make the correct decisions based on whatever information that you're dealing with, and. Um, I just come back from Minnesota and was reading about their athletic trainer with the Vikings as they began camp and all the things that he had to go through uh, preparing for the team, and then he comes down with the illness himself. Oh man! So uh, it's just uh, it just uh, is incredible what this virus has done to us and to the world and to every aspect of our lives. So I guess we should assume that your uh, retirement is going to take this time, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think Josh is going to let me come back any more time. They took away my keys and my ID card, so uh, I'm kind of stuck at Bales Lake and Loda. <laughs> well, Rod, I appreciate your time. Always good to visit with you, and uh, when you get down this way, look us all up, and we'd, we'd love, to get, love to get together with you. I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about Coach, you guys. Thank you so much for including me. You bet. That's Rod Cardinal. All right.